we, we finished chapter chapter Ches. Uh, not quite, no, sorry, not up to Posit Lambert, up to Posit I mean, so we finished, yes, Posit Lambert, which is up, which is talking about, we had the defeat of, of the town of Ai, which had originally had succeeded in, in killing these 36 children, or one person equal to 36, and now and it turned out to be because of the sin of Ochon, who taken from the spoils of Yerichai, and then a Kodjabaka told him a strategy as to how they were to attack I and they, they did it and were successful and they destroyed I. And if you remember on the map which I've previously given you, you, you will see that it, we started off with the crossing the Yarden. They then moved to Gilgal, which is immediately to the to the west of the of the Yarden. Then they went to Yuricho, which is a bit further to the west. Then you get to I, which is further still to the west. And then, so they're moving in to a certain extent. Now, if you just, just look at the next, this first part of Lambert, and then we'll start talking about the problems which we've got here. Oz Yivne Yehoshua Mizbech. And of course, anyone would notice that the word Yivne suggests a future. He will build, which has no meaning in the case of somebody who did build. Oz Yivne Yehoshua Mizbech, Hashem, and the K Yisrael, Baharevel. Well, that makes all would make quite good sense, wouldn't it? It's, he's, you know, he's, they've now decided that um, they've had a, they've had this. They, they go a bit further into Israel and they move up towards Haravol, which is also a bit moving towards a northerly direction. They turn a bit right, so they're going up to, uh, but it's not that far from there. It makes quite good sense that it that it is the next thing that they're doing. And now points out Kasher, was it Lamadal Kasher Tzivor. Moshe Eved Hashem is B'nai Yisrael. In so doing, he was doing what a Kodesh Baruch Hu had, uh, be, had, had commanded through Moshe Rabbeinu. Kakosu b'sefer Torahs Moshe, mizbachavonim shleimos, asher lohenif aleihem ba'azol, that you should make a mizbeach. And that's what he did then. He made a mizbeach in this posik lamad. And this mizbeach he made was one which is lohenif aleihem ba'azol. Vayalu olav, oilas Hashem, vayiz b'chushomim, and they offer shomim on it. Yeah. And then now we told them something else in addition to what they did there. Vayichtov shom, alho avonim, and then they wrote on these stones. What stones? These stones which were bashtus, the stones of the mizbech. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that you translated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 As Mishnah Torahs Moshe, they wrote on it. The mis- whatever Mishnah's Teres Moshe would be, let's assume for the moment it means Devorim, the whole of Devorim. Asher Kosav Lifnei B'nei Yisrael, which he'd written in front of Klali Yeah? And then we continue further on. The Chol Yisrael, who's Kainov, which showed to him, Ushvotov, Oymdim Mizeo Mizeo L'Oroin, the whole of Yisrael, and the Zekanim, and the Shetrim, and the Shetrim, all of these were standing on either side of the Oran. Of the Oran. They put the Oran in the middle. Neged, Akehanim, Valaviyim, Nose Aaron, Bish Hashem, with the Kernim and the Leviyim who carry the Oran, they're in the middle, yeah, with the Oran. Kager Ke'ezrach, that means everybody, this 
when we say v'chol Yisrael, this means including the Geirim and including the Ezrach. Ezrach is somebody who is a nature, natural born. As he, um, now that we have this terrible phrase, born, born, what's it called, born from or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So here, here means here, we, here we mean not gay. We mean I mean yidden. We mean some some Half of them, half of yidden, were on the direction of hargrizim. The chetzer el mul and half of them were on the direction of of harevol. Changes it from chetzer to ha chetzer. Puts in a hay there. Okay, we'll, we'll see afterwards. Kasha tivol Moshe Hashem ah. Moshe is turning up again now here as well. Karshet Tzivah Moshe V'Rashem Levorech Es Ha'om Yisroel Borishayna to first bless Klal Yisroel. I could go, well, let, let's in fact finish off the whole chapter. So, so far we've got, let's see what we've seen so far. Where was Ha'evol? is next to Ha'grizim and they're both next to Shem. You won't find it on that map. Yes, yes. You'll find it on a map uh, of the whole of Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. So you probably got it in your. Um, Is this what you call the whole you know, map? Yeah. What? No, 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 no. That was only to show that I wasn't oh, bothering. Okay. Wasn't bothering to give you a map of Eretz Yisrael. But I think those of you who got the Judaica, you'll find it in the beginning. There has got a map. You must. You, you probably have. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why yeah, yeah. So it's moving not very far that's from where they were. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just by Shem, and it's just a bit further from where they were. Because they crossed over the Yarn just north mm-hmm. of the Yama Melech. So it's, it's, it's where you would expect them to go next. So why does the first Moses say uh, the Ha Eva? It was between the two. The, the, the no, they, no, no, the no, 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 um, I can describe it. I don't want to Chassid Shalom criticize Yeshua himself, who wrote Sefer Yeshua was written by Yeshua. So I don't want to criticize Yeshua, but he, we found him to be quite prepared to use quite a lot of words when he's describing things. Here he's been quite terse. He's told us, for one thing, they, were, they built him his bath. Yeah, he said there were stones, but he hasn't said anything about the origin of these stones. Here, he said these stones are going to be written on the Torah's Moshe. And then he's proceeding to tell about Kali's soil dividing itself into two, one in the direction of Hargrizim, that, that is to say, the, 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 Mr. Samson, the, 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 the Ms. Bayah was on Harevo. But this, this, proceed, this, this, what? Will be by Shem. That's Evo. Around there is Harevo. It's not, as you see, it's very, it's very near to where they were. Yeah. I mean, this is really now in the West Bank. I mean, you, you really want to, wouldn't want to go there nowadays, um, except with a, with an armed convoy to go with you. I mean, it's a, it's a dodgy place to go to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they divided themselves up. They put a kernim in the, in the oran in the middle, and some of them in the direction of Harevo and some of them in the, in the direction of Hagrizim and we're told that that also was a command of Moshe Rabbeinu just like we were told before about this um, this Mizbeach was a command of Moshe so we're told now it's also a command then they proceeded to give a whole a drosha a whole Torah Habrocha Baklala Kuchola Kosva Besefer HaTorah 
לא היה דובר מכל אשר ציוו משה שלא יקרא יהושע נגד כל כך לישראל. היא תורד להולות. Therefore he would have started with Bereshus, or at the very least, he's, maybe he's dealing with... Um, he said he told him a lot, yeah? Mm-hmm. It took a long time, man. It must have taken a long time, yeah. Well, on, 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 on it comes to those people who lay in the Tevorim uh, on Hashan um, Arabah, it takes only a couple of hours. So, yeah. Yeah. if he was confining himself, which it may be, to the halachas mm-hmm. in the Torah, it may not have taken so much so long, or maybe he even gave a summary. I mean, all this was, was, is in the, in the, in the Mephorshim. You know? We tried to make sense of what actually happened in this six years. Neko Kali Sol, Vahanoshim, Vatav, Vager, Harele, Begiro, even the Geirim who were going among them, all of them heard this, 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 this. Now, in order to understand what has happened here, let me just give you two, two Hakdomas to understand, and then we can look at the Chumish to see where it's, all this is supposed to be coming from. Yes. The Abarbanel, among others, learns that this is, as I suggested, sequential. That is, after the defeat of I, then they moved forward, which is just as I put it, put it initially. You, you cross over the Yardane, you come to Gildorf, and Gildorf you go a bit further, you get to, you get to uh, I. Um, so you first get to, to Yuriko, then to I, and then you go well, further up to Harevo, and you build the Mizbeh, perhaps thanking the Abishta for this Chesed has happened, this great success, both Yerichai and I. And um, only thing is, we're seeing that this is somehow this mitzvah in the Torah. Okay, so you're Makayim now, the mitzvah, which says in the Torah. Why does it say Oz Yivne, which is the future? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't say Oz Yivne, it should say Vayivne Yehoshua, Mizbeach. I mean, that would be the normal. Well, we've had this, this expression. Well, I don't know, in this year, maybe, in, 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 Chum, in the in the Shia I'm giving in Hindu Dusk, a, a few times, this, 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 this issue of Oz. What one shot is, Oz is rather similar to the Vova Hippoch. So just like if you say, um, um, say Omar, Vayoyme, um, um, the, the Yud should make it future, and the Vov makes it bank back to past again. Like, yeah, yeah, um, I'll give another more this simple illustration. Um, can give me a future for the Yud, the Vov changing it. Um, yelech, if you will. Yelech, if you, if you will go with us, Vayelech means and he went. Yeah, past. The Vov So similarly in Oz, simply has the effect that what would otherwise be a future becomes a past. And that would save a number, solve a number of problems. Oz Yoshir Moshe, he didn't do it in the future, he did it on the spot. Oz Yivne Shlomo Boma, that's exactly what he did then. Oz Yivne Shlomo Bias the Bas Paroi. So all these would, would solve all problems if you just say it, it, it makes it into the past. And there is such a, such a shitter. Otherwise, we get the idea that the, the Yivne is in relation to the, the, the thought. Now, there's not much, usually much point in talking about a thought when a person goes and does it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking of having breakfast, and I had breakfast. Well, yeah, I mean, why, why bother to say what you're thinking of doing to say you've done it? So, it makes sense sometimes when Chazal telling us, for example, Oz Yivne Shleimai, that is, he intended, but never did. So it's the intention. Remember, in, in Lashon HaKodesh, you don't actually have a present and a past. You have what's called a perfect and an imperfect. So that 
the when you what you when we, when we use what we call a past tense, that simply means it's perfect in a sense, you, it meaning it's happened, it's complete. Whereas the future is something which you never know. You you may plan to do something, and uh, it never works. It may not work out. So the an intention which is not fulfilled will be appropriately put into the future. So therefore, you can say that Oz Yivne Shlomo Bomber, he intended to build a bomber, Nebuch, in his, in his old age. He once had this machshava came into his mind to build the Avedazar, and he didn't. Yeah, yeah okay, Oz Yoshe Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu, um, will, here's a different idea here, Moshe Rabbeinu, he will be brought back to life, and he will be singing the, another shiva. That's another future sort of idea. But I'm, I'm wondering, I, I, actually maybe I, I picked it up somewhere and I hadn't realized I picked it up and it just suddenly fell into my cop. But very often things which fall into your cop, you either see it expressly somewhere else and you just think, oh, that's a my chiddush, and it's not even your chiddush at all. Or maybe somehow I've been half of the time what it meant and it's now eventually percolated through to my book, to my brain. The penny has, penny has dropped. I think it could be that you use this expression where there's been a change, a hisoyus of machshava, and a change of machshava. So therefore, wow, suddenly, Kalisha thought, we, Oz Yoshe Moshe, sort of fell upon an enormous feeling, I've got to thank the Abishta for over, 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 in relation to, to um, Kriyas Yamsov. In relation to, to Bas Parai, I'm going to be saying that the, the idea that was, he never intended originally to build this palace for her, and he changed his mind, uh, which I'll be talking in the, in the Malachim chair, uh, he, he now had a realization that his whole plans were had gone wonky, and it's a change in your in your mashal. Here it will be Oz Yivne Yeshua. Then it came upon him a strong desire to do what he said in, Moshe, in the Torah of Moshe, something along those lines. Anyway, one way or the other, this according to, uh, to, to the first chart, which we're going to say, this is nothing more than a simple explanation that, you, that they're moving up and they've had success in I. And therefore, he decides to build this these mizbechs. Fine. The second chart is if you is if you look at which is really the chart of Chazal, and it's the <laughs> we've had this problem before. The Yerushalmi were quite happy to to the Pshuta ignoring uh, ignoring Chazal, which Rashi Rashi always does stick to Chazal, and Rashi is the Rashi. Vayitov Shom Ahuavonim, Hein Hein Ahuavonim Ramuim Lemalo. These are the stones we referred yeah, to before. Sorry? Is, is there one? I haven't got one. I haven't got a Lambert. Oh, on a previous line. Oh. Oh, oh, I see. I, I'm missing that. I'm missing that one. Oz Yiv, now you have passed Lambert. If you turn over the page from before. The man was on the, on the previous page, which is bad printing. Pasha Zuk Suva Muktam Uma Ocha. Posit Lambert. At the top here. This Posuk. This parsha is written. Muktam, uh, <laughs> meaning to say that this is referring back to what had happened a long time before, and for some reason or other, we haven't had it until now, and we're suddenly sticking it in now. I think that's what he means by muktam How does he translate muktam Not chronological. Sorry. Not no, at the same time. In the manner of earlier and later, yeah. events combined. From the day they crossed the Jordan, he did so. Well, yeah. I mean, what? 
What do you mean? Yes, the maxim, there's no earlier and later. No chronicle. Well, certainly, well, according to the way Rush is going to learn it, his, this is a, one of the classic illustrations, Muktum Uma'ucha Batoa, which is in fact the phrase, Muktum Uma'ucha. That is to say, that, that he's not talking about, not, this, this is an illustration of the principle of Muktum Uma'ucha, and sometimes you'll find one parasha out of in, out okay. of its place. Yeah. The problem with that is that normally, the Ramban points out, there's usually a good reason why things are out of sequence. And it's difficult to actually to see why this one is out of sequence. But let's have a look at it. The day they crossed over the Arden. Okay. This already happened the day they crossed the Arden. So it's before Yerichai. It's before I. Before taking the, the, the things by what's by... Um, by the person who, who took oh, the thing, yeah, and before the battle, the second battle, right? this is much earlier. This goes back to chapter base. Let's say, let's see what Karen will rush him, and then we will look back. These are the stones which we referred to before. Yeah. Um, there. and after what happens in this parsha, Koflu has said they took off the lime they put on them and they took it to Gilgal now let me explain first before we look back in very centuries what Rashi is, is, is saying uh, we crossed over the yard do you remember well we can we're going to look at the Pesukim in a moment, but I'll just remind, try to remind you outside. When they crossed over the Arden, Yeshua was told, told 12 people, get yourself ready. And then he told, he did proceed to mention certain things in relation to stones. Yes. One is they took out 12 stones from under the feet of the Kayanim. Remember, the Kayanim went into the water, and the water went up, yeah, producing dry land. Kayanim remained on that side. Then they were told to take away 12 stones from under them. And then we had a bit of a problem with these stones, because it, it turned out that we had a number of stones, sets of stones. One set of stones, Yeshua himself said, leave those where they were, as in, piled up, presumably, in the river, when, because they, they, they started walking in when it started being a little water. Yeah? And then later on, it became very deep, because it seemed at that time that water had gone over the sides of the, the banks of the river. Do you remember? It was a full flood. So it had gone over the banks of the river, the other sort of thing which happened in England, and you know, we had these our floods here. Well, so where the water started, that's where they piled up some stones. Right? That would be a symbol lost forever. Then there was another set of stones, which they took out, which was a Kodesh who told them to do, take out these 12 stones, and the way Rashi learns it, they took, and Rashi said it there, they took out these 12 stones. The same day, they went all the way to this story here of Harevol, mm-hmm. and they made a Mizbeach from these 12 stones. Mm-hmm. And then they took them all, slept them all back to Gilgal, because the Prophet told them that they had to stay in, they had to leave them in Gilgal. Gilgal is just as they crossed the River Yardin. As we pointed out, this would be a nest which is what, you know, clearly so, because they, they travelled quite a long way in one day. They crossed over in the morning, it must seem a fair amount, as we said, a fair amount of time to cross over the whole river Yarden. Mm-hmm. Bearing in mind you've got a large number of people, a couple of million people crossing over the Yarden, yeah, 600,000 men, between 20 and 60, I mean, you must have a couple of million at least, all crossing over the Yarden. And then they've all, as we're saying, everybody all schleps themselves up 
all the way to Gilgal, which is not an enormous distance, but it's a fair distance. Then they make this, this, this Mizbeach. Then they've got to listen to this Droshus, which we now told you is in all, the whole of Devoy, but very least to be recited to them, and a procession. And then they took the stones back to the place where they had originally, where their camp was going to be, in Gilgal, which is just to the west of the River Yarden, and they left it there. Yeah. And all that happened in one day. That's how Rashi has explained it there. And then we get to, and this is the story of what they did in the middle. Now you can see why, although Rashi has said a muktu muuchabatera, that means some things are off out of sequence. It's a bit odd, isn't it? I mean, you can see why the barber doesn't like, doesn't really like it. Because why couldn't we have been told all of this at the time? I mean, why schlep it? Why leave it? Why leave it here? And so far, I've not seen anyone gives a good explanation of why. Yeshua would have written this in such a somewhat strange order, yeah? But that's the way Rashi is learning it, and really that's what Halkhaz are. So let's go back and see what about the stones then, and then we can look in the Chumash. Here, he's referred to the Chumash on two occasions, both in relation to the stones, and also in relation to this, to this, um, to the Mizbeach, and also in relation to this, um, ceremony, which happens in Harevo. So where was this? Um, this would have been chapter. Yeah. So this would be chapter Gimel. That's oh, right, chapter Dalim. Sorry. Everybody crossed over, but you still have the Kohenim on the east bank. That's how Chazal learned, which is how Rashi is learning it. We had other shot in there. Get 12 people. Take out from the yard. Stay Mesre Avodim. Twelve. I mean, I'm not going to go into. You know, we we'll just do uh, sort of ease at a at a light level. I'm not going to go into in, in depth of the psukim here. But just we're told to take out twelve stones from underneath the feet of the kohen, which means they sort of floated as they took it out. But normally, if you take out something from underneath somebody, they, you know, <laughs> you know, they they go. No, they go, they go, they go, they no, no, no. They still, no, no, no. They were under their feet. Yeah, that's what it says. You could say nearby their feet, but Pashtus is actually, the reason we showed him learning, actually under their feet, yes. It was an S. That was a miracle, too. Right, yes. And you shall bring them with you. And leave it to the Molain where you're going to be. Where was that going to be? That was Gilgal. So the Abishter has not said anything about taking the stones to Haragurism, to Haravol. He just said, take out the stones and put it into, and put it into Gilgal, which is immediately to the, which is their camp. As they came across the Yarden, they encamped straight away in a place called Gilgal, which is immediately to the west of the river Yarden. So therefore, you find Rishonim who are saying, don't know anything about, don't know anything about this uh, this Avol business, yeah, and these stones. Who says these stones here? Yeah? All this it was the only stone, the stones which were mentioned here. All that happened to them is they were put in. Gilgal. It's only Rashi is saying that they went on this, uh, an expedition before they ended up in Gilgal. It, 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 
hotel? Yeah, it's also the same idea, the place you eat camp, the place where you stay overnight. It comes to the word lon, lon, which you stay overnight, yeah. So then Yoshua did it, has some positive dollars, and he, he tells everybody to take the stones, some chat in positive hay, and he says, so this will be a sign for you in positive vov, that the people will say, what are these stones doing, when people see them, of course, in Gilgal, which is talking about your children seeing it, they can only be in later generations, and all that, and they're going to be in Gilgal. So, and you should say, these are the stones which, uh, which show that there was this miracle, and positive came they took it out. Yeah, I mean, it's all very simple. I mean, if you just learn this chapter without your Rashi coming along, you've got no problems. They, I mean, apart from the fact how they get, managed to get stones from underneath people's feet. But apart from... Yeah, they were big. That's the way Chazal say these were enormous stones. Well, you know, as I said, that was a miracle. So, but you've got no problem. All they were told to do was take stones out and put them in Gilgal. And they took out the stones and they put them in Gilgal, as they state. I mean, there's no reference to anything else. And this would be a sign that they had, um, that these miracles had happened. That people see these stones, perhaps they did a stonehenge, stuck one on top of another, or made some sort of place. Uh, people would see them and say, oh, what's this? Mazer? Oh, these are the stones which symbolize we crossed over the river Yard. Look at this great big Yard. Not, not the petty little river we've got nowadays, which has all been diverted, but the original river Yard, and you know, it's enormous thing. How do we get across this? These are the stones that came from out from under. Fine. Yeah. You see the word mevachaf, this has to mean from under. Yeah. Yes? From where they were standing. Where they were standing. Where they were standing, yeah. Right? So that's what you would, would, would have said. But Rashi, there, as we saw, is not saying that. If you look at Rashi, which would be Shnei Mosav, the Prophet Gimel, Vahavatem Oisem Imochem, take them with you. Says Rashi, commits as Moshe, as Moshe had commanded. That's what we're going to have to look at the commission. Livnois Lohem, Mizbeach Baharevel. These stones were not just to go into something completely missing from the text here. They're supposed to be taken over to Haredo. And to write on them the words of the Torah. So therefore the self same day they took these stones and went to Haredo. And they made them as Baach as I state in Chemish. And then they scraped off the thid. We'll have to worry about that in a moment. And then they brought it back to Gilgal. So it was just sort of a, an expedition that was not mentioned before. Uh, that's not mentioned here. But this expedition, therefore, is to be found in our, in our uh, chapter here. In chapter... Um, in our chapter... Um, Yes, and um, yeah, right. Why does Rashi want to say, apart from the fact that it's, this, this is what Chazal say, or put it slightly differently, why does Chazal want to say that? And I think the answer is one single word in Chumash. Let's look at Chumash, and it's all in it's all in Parshas Kisove. Yeah. 
still going. Oh, a second. Yeah, Posit Yudal. It's, uh, it's chapter comes on. Posit Yudal. Oh, wait a second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I went too far. No, I meant Posit. Posit Aleph. Comes up. Chapter comes on. Posit I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure you've seen this, this chapter <laughs> before, but without realizing what on earth is happening uh, here as, as the way Chazal links. What, what, what page have you got there? I've got page 1072. First 1072. Top sentence. Top sentence. Right. Tzad Moshe, the Zikna Yisrael, it's all on labor. Shomai Shomitzah, it's called Mitzvah Shonochim, it's all right. What's the Mitzvah? Vahoyo Bayoy, the day. You can see the significance of the word bayo, the day. If you say, sometimes the word yom can mean sort of period. period. If you take it as period, there's not a command to do it on the day. But if you take it literally, bayo would mean that day. The day you cross over the yard. Now, if you take this comment literally, they were, there was a mitzvah the day they crossed over the yarding they've got to do what is mentioned here mm-hmm. and therefore you're forced to say that all of this happened that self same day and therefore this chapter here this uh, of, of the, is, is out of sequence because they would have done it the self same day correct? aren't we saying that the ceremonial march that took place from the Jordan to Gilgal well, I wouldn't say that's a certain was a 24 hour job I mean isn't that what you're saying? No, I, I said they. Crossed, I said they certainly must have done a lot of time in that day. And the duck actually says it's a mess. I mean, it couldn't be done. I mean, you, you, you've got to cross over the Arden, mm. including taking out these stones. Okay, then you, and then after crossing the Arden, they then have to move themselves up all the way up to Harevel, which is not a short distance. I mean, it's not a it's not a hundred miles, but it's it's a fair distance. I think it's thirty something about. There's some way that they give the distance at sixty kilometres, something mm. like that which is a fair distance for men, women and children mm-hmm. and then they've got to do this whole ceremony which we described they've got to build them as Bayach they've got to build them as Bayach they've got to have this drosha which Yeshua is going to be giving them together with a ceremony involving Harevol which, uh, which we haven't yet described except in seeing the words and then in addition having done all that they then go walk all, they step all the way back to Gilgal as well with the stones and then presumably they set up the cat, their uh, tents. Yeah? So it's a lot to do <laughs> in one day. Yeah? So therefore, you've got to say and that. that right, w- what? And write on the stones also. They've got to write on them as well. The yes. And there's a doctor All of that has to be done. You've got to have your meal as well. Yeah, you see, if you don't. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that's. which we. I mean, I have. Forget about the No, no, you've got to realize this time. I just trying to get the, the gen- I mean there's a lot of things for example what did they write on it mm-hmm. did they some say said they just wrote on it the Osiris of Dibbus mm-hmm. other people say they wrote the whole of the Torah some say people they wrote on the whole Torah Shirim Lashem and they also question how on earth did they do that I mean mm-hmm. you know, some said there's no enough space but you know may I, that was a miracle too. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean I, once you're dealing with miracles there's no limit to the Abishters I call Yochel so if that's the way he did it, he did it. I mean, uh, no, no problem. But but you can see now why the why you would get people like the Radak and Yababa now who disconnect the story in here 
with the story there. I mean, if the story there makes perfectly good sense. You took the stones, you just put it on Gilgal, and then later on you assembled it and made a whole sort of monument like Stonehenge. So, fine, I mean, that's all we've ever seen there. <laughs> and over here, and then they eventually wind their way up to up to Harivol, and then they have the ceremony there. Okay, fine. Maybe it takes several days. I mean, there's no problem. I, the Chumash says, "Hate the yoyim." Okay, it means, it means in, in that when you do it, you know, get round to it. Yeah, and and, and to, to to explain also this this Aussie Yivna fits in beautifully, because it would mean that he now gets the idea. You know, well, now we're going to you know about time I did it. You know, he feels his hours <laughs> after after I and whatever I've got to go and build it and he goes and does it I mean it, it, otherwise if it's all done on the self same day you put together two chapters one is Megala on the other but they don't seem as if they're connected to each other and you know but that's all connected by this one word Bayo so let's continue in Chomish it's still possible you should put up great big stones yes. and you cover it over with Sid notice it doesn't actually in Chumash say that you had to get it out of the Yarden it doesn't say get it out of the Yarden it just says and like here and what we're doing here it also doesn't say anything about the Yarden yeah and um where are we here? We'll keep on coming back to it. <coughs> yeah. Here it says as well, Mizbachavonim Shlemus. Don't say anything about where they came from. So, you know. So we learn today what it says already in Moshe's days. Moshe's days. Men, Moshe is saying, the day, the day you cross yes. over the yard, yes. you shall do what I tell yes. you now yes. to do, yes. which is take stones. Again, it does not say in the, in the Chumash, take stones from the yard, no. but nevertheless, you've got to say that Tzivoy, which Moshe, which Chumash Baruch said, take stones, although the Eberstone, he said, take stones and put it, take it to the place you're going to camp, the Moloch. Right. But it, and somehow it was indicated in that, that's after you sort of deviated off to Abel. The Chosavtoalehem is called Divrei HaTorah Hazois Ba'ovrecho and you should write on it all the words of the Torah L'mana Shetorah Elohim Shem Lekech Anlesim Lechoi Elisabeth Solovosh Yashem Dibar Shem Kevasech Oloch and that will justify you are being given the Eretz Yisrael Well that's fine in what we're saying here in Posek Lamed Aleph It says Posek Lamed Aleph makes good sense So they it says there the cost of the Sefer Torah is Moshe, correct? Mizbah Havonim Shalemus. Yeah. I haven't got word to the Mizbah for a moment, but nevertheless it says on it, the Yicht of Shomim was a number base, but Yicht of Shomim and Havonim is Mishnah Torah. Yeah. It's that which is referred to here. Here it says in the Pukhun Chumish, the Chosav Torah is called Diva HaTorah, and on number base it says, the Yicht of Shomim and Havonim Mishnah Torah is Moshe. Yeah. It's slightly different, isn't it? In Chumash it says, "Es kol divrei haTorah whereas here it's saying Mishnah Torah But could be that, the, that although the Torah says "kol divrei it means that Mishnah Torah, which is the summary, could be, or it could mean Mishnah simply comes from the word of Shinantom Levanecho. 
and therefore <coughs> it means simply and Taka they did write on it the whole of the Torah or it could be it could be Psajagon they just wrote the Yaseus Adibus which contains the whole of the Torah the Rebus okay it is a bit odd that he says Ba'avrecha after the after you you know after you've crossed you write this down on, on the, all, the, all the words of the Torah Ba'avrecha mm. yeah why would you say that? Because they've already crossed. I don't know. I'll think about it. I didn't. I, I did say I, it, I'm in the middle of my show book, so the amount of research I could do was somewhat limited. Okay. Vahoya the next pasuk, the pasuk Dalit. Vahoya ba'ovachemes hayyadim. It will when you when you cross over the Yarden, Tokimu, So they're told to take to put these stones, which we've now been told has got seed put on them, put them in how evil. Now that's repetition. You've already told us Sadatoisambasid in Posak in Posak base. That may suggest as yet another set of stones but I'm not going to go into creating more problems than we, we need to well that's alright that's what that's what Yeshua did in Posuk Lamed Lamed Aleph where it said yeah that's good isn't it yeah that's fine that's fine, because um, that, that's that, that, that's fine. Yeah, no problem with that one. We we're not told here about about. Am I right? Okay, moving from one to the other. We're not told here about the Eilus and the. Does it say that? Yeah, the Yisbechu Shlomim. It says. It says the Vayalu all of Eilus Eilus Hashem Yisbechu Shlomim. It doesn't say the Samachta, but presumably they were. As I'll say from here in Simchal Babos Abiyayin, they had uh, the meat and that made them happy. They had some meat. Shlomi. Mm-hmm. Shlomi, you're able to eat it. Yeah. So, yeah, so far, we're, we're, we're you know, it's, it's, it's a key of all these. As it's, as it's said, you're doing what you're supposed to do as in the Torah's Moshe, and they've done it. The Chosav Tual Avolim is called Diva HaTorah Hazois and you should then write on it all the words of the Torah. And that's on Posit Lama Base, where it says, and they wrote on it. Good. Great. Now, then, so that's the end, the end of the first few psukim. What about then? Now, it doesn't actually say that it's going to be the same time. But nevertheless, Yeshua is doing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you put one parsha next to the other, suggests it's got to be the same time. Okay. But he does do it at the same time, one way or the other. So what do you do? You're supposed to put some people, Al Hal Guizim. And who are they? Shimon Levi Yehuda, Yisoko the Yosef Ubinyomin. The Ela Yam Dwalaklola Baharevo. Uvain God for Osha Uzvulun so what you do is you divide up the, the shvatim six and six and you put them on two different sides let's see what we, we've done here to the psukim let's pause at Lama Gimel 
Chol Yisrael is kind of a shaytov, a shaytov oim de mizer mizer on either side of the Oran. We're not yet. Negara kayanim alavim will come to in a moment. Chetzoi el mul hagurizim, the chetzoi el mul ha'evo. That is. In Chumash, you might have thought they're actually standing on top of the mountain. Right. They actually went to the top. Well, now you know they don't. That all it is is in, in, on the slopes, in the direction of Hargrizim, and in the direction of Harevo. And, and certainly, you know, you must have sort of met, they sort of climbed to the top of the mountain. No, 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 they were just on the, right. in, those, in those directions. On this side. It is actually an interesting thing. Ah. Does it mean the Shevi Levi excluded the Koyanin? The Levi is going to be a problem because if you look in the Chumash, yeah, you the see Levi is in tra- in, Posek, in Posek Yud Beis. Yeah. Levi is one of those one of who are on the bracha, exactly. and nevertheless, it continues in Posek in Posek Yud Yud, Yud Dalad, It says Ve'onu Halavi Lo'amu. They are where are they? But the answer actually does come from us here in Yeshua, because what's happened is you've put some Levim in the middle but not all of them. That is to say, half of the whole Shevet Levi was together with the others of, of that is Reuven, together with Shimon, Levi, Shimon Yehudi, Sochem, Yosef, Vinyamin, they were up on the Bracha side. But there were a few Levim who were stuck in the middle. That's the difference between active, active Levim and retired Levim. Uh, it may be enough to of those active. It could be those who were the more... Could be those. Who, there are certain suggestions among the Rishonim as to how we they separated out which of the um, were to be there, which were which were not. Yeah. Yeah. So you got some of the VM stuck in the middle. <coughs> yeah. Now it's actually a very interesting thing. Hargurism and how, as far as I, I saw once, and I can't say I know it personally because I've never been there, but I think Hargurism. And how Avol, which are next to each other, with the this gap, this valley in the middle, how Avol, which is the one which comes from the Klola, is completely barren and is just a crag, and whereas Hargurizim, which is the one on the Brocha, is full of vegetation. Mm. Um, so it, it's appropriate one is the Brocha and one the Klola. Anyway, you've got one lot on, on the on the Brocha and one on the Klola. For Onu Halavim, for Omu El Kol Ishi Soel Kolom. And then they announce things go on. And how do they start off? They start off with a clock. Now that's a bit odd because we've said in in Yud Base here, and they funked on Mitaklola. So the terrace is in what it says here in this Pesukah, in this Posuk, Lamad Dalad. The Voreh has Om Yisrael Borishaina. That is, they started off each time with a Bocha. So they started off with saying, Borecho Ish Asher Loi Yaase Fesel Masaycho Teras Asher. And then they turned around to the other lot and said, Oreho Ish Asher Yaase. So all of these Aruin, there's 11 of them, isn't there? Each one he turned to that, they started off with a with a brocha, and then they came on to the to the klola. Yeah. So that is this ceremony which we got here of the aruim, the eleven aruim, and where they mentioned when they happened, they happened here now in Yerushalayim.
Right? Okay, so we're, do, we're, we're doing okay so far. We've got the stones of Moshe Rabbeinu made into a, into a Mizbeach. And then we've got them also um, written on. And we've got also the ceremony of Hargrizim and Haravon, which was in this project, Lama Gimel, we've got. But then we go into yet further thing. Now what's that? Well, the answer is, he didn't stop. He didn't stop. He then carried on, which is the Brochus. Yeah. Yeah. And he carries on, and then he carried on with the Klolus of Kisovoi. And he can read out all these clothes. They go on and on and on, don't they? Yeah? Mm. He goes on and on and on. Until he came to, comes to the end. That is, he goes, yeah, So there was a long uh, drosha which they were getting there. Apart from, and then, now that may refer then only to these blocks of clothes, or maybe, as I suggested, he then proceeded to also give a drosha about the whole of the, the Torah. So there was a lot which was done. We still haven't finished though, because, <laughs> because he's also written on these, these Avonim. He wrote on these Avonim the whole of the Torah, which we said it could be, we don't quite know what he wrote, but he wrote, he wrote and then what did he do? Rashi uses Lashon of Kolaf. Now what was Kolaf mean? Kolaf would mean scrape off, because here you've got Sid put on, and then the Sid was scraped, was scraped off. So what was the function of, the, of this, and then, schlepp, then the stones were schlepped back to Gilgal. What? What's, what's surprising you? It's a busy, a busy day, what? <laughs> a busy day. But why, were they, what, why did they take the, the seed off? The answer is, it's a, it cannot be, Lucian, that they then rubbed... No, you got stones. How do you write on stone? No. Plaster on. What do you mean? Oh, on. no. Yeah. One way would be that they put seed on yes. in order to write Into in the seed. Mm-hmm. But if they did that, then it was a bit surprising they would then rub it off. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, if only it was going to get the Shem Hashem all the way over there. Yes. So that can't be. Yes. Or, so, uh, there's two possibilities. One is they actually somehow found a way of writing on the stone. Yes. But yeah. then you, if we, but then you, how can you remove the seat if you didn't put it there? No, no, they certainly put on seat because the Torah tells you to put on seat. So therefore, there's no doubt that they put on seat. It's not mentioned here. It's not mentioned here, but we know it in the Chumash that it says it's on the Sid. Yeah. You have to put Sid on it. But I'll tell you why they offer of, uh, of explanation. You've got these stones, and you're making from these stones a Mizbeach. Yes. And in which case, you've got to join them together. You join them together with Sid. Now, do you remember we said, I said twice, it says there's Sid. It's mentioned twice. Posh-up shot is, there was two, look, 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 look in this, go back. Go back to the, I'll show you. So this is the seed being plaster or mortar? Yes. Mm-hmm. It can be used for both, can't it? And that's what I'm suggesting. But Same see, word, that, yes. That doesn't... You keep on the stone, it, 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 it crumbles. It, it, no, it dries. It, 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 it dries and hardens. Do it. Oh, try and hard again. Go back to... Go back to chapter of Kavzayin. 
So therefore, you write on them after you put Sid on. So you cover it with Sid mm-hmm. and you write on it. And I will tell you there's a even on this, how it worked. Did they write on the stone or did they write on Sid? Posh shot though, is that they wrote on the Sid. That is, they covered it with Sid, and, because otherwise it's just difficult to write on stone. Right. So they've covered it with Sid and then they've written on the Sid. And then did they remove it again? No, 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 you wouldn't write that. And then it says, later on, and then that is to make so the first time you put Sid on was to write on them the second time you put you Sid was to join it together to make a Mizbech so where Rashi says in Posuk in, in chapter the earlier chapter that you cut you you coffal you you, well, you took off the seed oh. that was a seed which was joining one stone to another mm-hmm. they didn't try to transport it all in one sort of 12 stones Imagine they divided it. them to each other but they did not remove the seed upon which they had written the the um, all these all these what do you call it but if you have a surface right into it how can you make misbear out of it I, I mean, why not I, I, can't, I can't tie this up you have a surface on which you put it and write onto it. When when they make a misbeh havonim, you, you're probably thinking that they put the stones they they make on top of the stone. Yeah, yes. First of all, if, they, if, if, they, if they did it on top of the stone, it wouldn't matter because you're doing it. You're written well, on the, the stone side. Or you've written on the side and you you put you'd misbeh on top. But I don't think that's how they did it. My understanding, the same way in the, in the Chumash, you make your stones round and you fill it with earth in the middle. Oh, that's quite new. Is that not right? So you certainly in the midbar, in the midbar, that's what they were doing. They had, you had you had this copper. Yeah, 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 that's a misbeer. Wood covered. A, that's a misbeer. Yeah. Yes. And what do they do? Is they put earth in it. So now you're writing on a horizontal surface. Oh, no, no, you're writing on the side. That's so clear. You're writing on the side of the stones. Right. You've got these stones, and these Kunzkazal were not small. They weren't little titchy stones. They were enormous stones. I think right. you, you gave a share before. Phenomenally big stones, apparently. They took out, you know, the Stonehenge types size stones. You took out these massive stones, and they, you put covered it with seed, yes. and you wrote on the on the. Okay. Stone. Well, but how do you make a mistake out of that? Well, well you either because you put them all together, and then you made a fire on top, on the top of it. Yeah, and of course the heat doesn't travel through stone, so the the, the, the seed won't come off. Yeah, Go on, okay. or you just put them all the way round. Yeah, but the twelve stones, one. Twelve stones. You got three, 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 three in the east, three in the west, three in the north, and the south, with a hole in the like middle, which you fill. Yeah, which you fill in with earth. And you call that couple of the And that would be in his back. Yeah, and the stones are also connected with the seed. And you connect one stone to another. We said that's how the, the most poshapshat of why twice it's mentioned in the Chumash Sid. Once it says Sid in relation to the Ksiva, and the once joint. it says Sid in relation to the Mizbech. And of course, you can't get and then that which Rashi has said in chapter, in the earlier chapter, and it's, which is which is said by Chazal. I mean, it, I mean Rashi is as always it, it follows Chazal. It's in, in chapter Dalad, Posuk Gimel here. Rashi says the end of it. 
that means they scraped off the seed so it can't be they scraped, they scraped off the seed which was written on it this, these words it must be that they wrote on it they scraped, they, they, they scraped off the seed which was connecting one stone to another so they wrote the Torah on the 12 stones yes and they made it into a rather a rectangle a, a that's one possibility mm-hmm. that's one possibility they filled it in this earth in the middle I see I mean that's what the Prophet says Mizbach Adomot Haseli you should make a Mizbeach of Adoma. And elsewhere it talks about Mizbach Avonim, Tarseli. So what's Mizbach Avonim? A Mizbach Adoma that is earth in the middle of the stones. Yeah. But wouldn't be the motivation to use the seed as, a, as mortar to connect the stones mm. and then to scrape it off afterwards? Well, you're scraping it off because you're moving them individually. Oh, no. You're separate, you're taking them individually. I can understand that why and why you'd want otherwise particularly if you put earth in the middle it's going to fall out isn't it between the, I mean the, I mean, you are using stones which have not been hewn you've just taken stones from underneath the from the river bed you've taken these stones which apparently are enormous stones whatever but they won't be they said this black so they're going to be they're going to be you know ins and outs so therefore you have to connect the stones once another fill in the gap between one stone and another with, with mortar you didn't need at all any seed to connect the stones. Such huge stones. Oh, it's not to stop them falling over. I think I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting you. Yes, I'm suggesting the purpose was to stop the earth in the middle falling out. Plugging the holes. Plugging the holes. I mean, I mean, it's only guesswork. I mean, but, but you can see my problem. What was the function of all this? This Chazal actually said, one Chazal. It was actually written by Shivim Loshan. I mean, now you really you, you need a lot of space to be able to do that one. There's not, a, but then if we said from Saudi Gorn, maybe they didn't write the whole of the Torah only service of Dibbas. And in which case, the purpose was also that, that other people from other nations as well could see, you know, this is what we, what Coach Barker was saying. This is the purpose of the world. God made the world. God has given these commandments, etc., etc. And these are, you know, or something. And, then, and this was then swept back to, back to Gilgal. Right, so I think we. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Am I confused? Yeah? <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to. You just started. I could say, well, I think you've done enough on that story. And then, um, Mr. Chairman, we can then carry on with the up uh, to the Gavoyim next.